This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday week. It's blue, it's white, it's effing dynamite. afternoon, morning, everybody, wherever you are and whenever you're listening to the show. This is the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Fans Podcast. My name is Eddie and I am in a podcast room filled with heroes. We have Simon, we have Victoria and we have Ben. What is up, guys? What's up, dude? Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> We've got very American there. This is good. That's, that's a bit new, isn't it? <laughs> it's, me. It's, it's me trying to be young hey down with the kids and all that shit <laughs> represent everyone's in um are we all all right how's things going yeah good yeah yeah, yeah not too very good yeah <laughs> yeah enthusiastic aren't we to tell <laughs> so we're we're four days removed from um which in theory, should not have been something that has affected the Wednesday fan base quite as much as it has. But it kind of feels like something big happened on Saturday. Um, and it, it it's just, it's in a way loss at Blackburn. And God knows we've had Well, I mean, those, we're getting relegated, we? aren't we? That's it now. <laughs> it's all gone to shit. We're getting relegated. It's so, Steve I- Bruce is laughing. Uh, Kieran Westwood's on his way out. Fernando Forestieri is not going to get on coach. It's all going to go to shit, basically, after Saturday. <laughs> so every everything that has gone wrong. Um, uh, uh, listen, we st- we came into the Blackburn game on a run of form, but not an amazing run of form. But what we were was kind of comfortably ensconced in those playoff places. Uh, ben, do you think that the the Wednesday fan base had, despite ourselves, literally started believing our own hype because the the fallout from this game certainly suggests that we actually started to believe. Um, I, I think I think we've got a right to believe. We've won seven games, albeit the seven games we've won have been against the bottom seven, but. In the in the championship that that does seem as wide open as as what it started off, then I still think despite us lost on Saturday, we, we've still got every right to believe that we'll be in and around probably sixth, seventh, eighth place. I I'd, I'd say. So let's rewind, Simon, back to yeah. you know two o'clock Saturday afternoon. Um, Wednesday riding high, the hype machine was in in full effect. The Wednesday fans were feeling great. Um, our team selection included, in the absence of Barry Bannon, I think it's fair to say two defensively minded midfielders in Hutch and Pelipesi. In retrospect, does that feel like that was a missed opportunity to impose ourselves on this game early and maybe kind of put it beyond doubt before we got to the business end? Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Um, 
you know, coming in on a high after the Leeds game, I wasn't on last week, but I listened to the podcast last week and we were very upbeat after that game. And if anything, we sort of felt that maybe a drop points because I think we gave, I think we were a better team against Leeds. And um, and then we came and I I, I actually I, I went on Saturday. I think it's the first away game I've been to this season. And I went with really high hopes that, that we were going to, Blackburn surrendered a two-goal lead to uh, Preston week before, 3-2, I think it was. Um, very, very fragile at the back, not doing that well, picked up a few points recently. I, I thought it was we'd go into that and, and it wouldn't be an easy game, but we'd go in and we'd beat them fair and square. And, I'd, and yeah, we lost 2-1 and we lost 2-1 in, 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 what, the last 10 minutes. But I thought the actual overall performance, Westwood kept us in that game. Um, made some fantastic saves, absolutely amazing saves. Um, and if you actually look at the statistics, Blackburn had more possession. Um, I think they had more shots. We had 13 corners and didn't convert any of them. And I'm sure you'll talk about corner taking in a wee bit. Um, you know, I think, it, 10, it, I think 10 of them came in first half as well. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. And you, so you got 10 free crosses into the box, 10 free crosses into the box, and we didn't convert any of them. Um, we went. I thought we went into defensively minded. You're paying. I don't think Hutch and Pelopesi can play in the midfield at the same time. Great against Leeds. One in one in defence, one in midfield. But we really lacked in that midfield. And I'm sorry. I've read lots of tweets about four three three. It's not the system for me um, because we're playing Fletch up at the pointy bit of this four three three, and then trying to rely on the wingers. Harris Gray. I thought. Adam Reach disappeared in the match. Uh, I thought it was awful, absolutely awful on Saturday. I'd agree. And, and that, Definitely. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it was shocking, absolutely shocking. Mm. And you, you can't have one outlet, which is the left wing all the time. You've got to have somebody. If 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 if, if Fletcher's going to be up there trying to hold the ball up, those guys have got to be supporting him, and they're not. And we're playing too defensive. And and to be honest, their their guy, I can't pronounce his name. They're twenty four who scored the the equaliser. Um, yeah, great. Yeah, there you go. Thank you very much. He had a great <laughs> game. He had a great game against Fletcher. He had a great game against Fletcher. He ran that defense, but he's going to when there's one guy up front. When we changed the formation, when we brought Forestieri on, when Atty came on, and we sent to change into a four-four-two, that's when we looked dangerous. That's what we looked dangerous, and we played the same against Leeds, same formation against Leeds, and we played the same formation against Middlesbrough, and we looked a lot, lot better side than playing this 4-3-3, which isn't a 4-3-3, is it? It's a 4-3... It's a 5-1, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's... Uh, Hello, sorry, it, I'm back. Uh, it's not working. In my opinion, that, that's, that, that formation doesn't work. That formation doesn't work. So and 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 we're not scoring a lot of goals either. I mean, you know, we've, we've eleven goals in nine matches, and and four of those are against Borough. Yeah, it's clear that that formation wasn't fit for purpose on the day. I mean, you know, those of us that played a bit of FIFA '99 know that it's the one four five. That is the only way uh, to to get a result away from home, Blackburn. <laughs> um, yeah, we did touch on the corners, didn't we? And uh, the fact that we really only had any kind of threat from the left and Kadeem Harris. Um, yeah, 10 corners in the first half. Every single one of them uh, went to that left-hand corner flag. So with that in mind, knowing that that's probably the way that we're going to play the game, uh, was there any logic in uh, somehow having a training ground routine that involves the worst corners since Darren Potter to the point where Joey <laughs> Pellipesi was literally taken off corners um, I think in favour of Hutch? You know, it's not even anyway. I'm not being yeah. funny. It's not like our oh, forest. The area was like, you know, I'm going to take the corners. I'm, you know, t uh, got the, that cultured uh, right foot, etc. It Sam Uch was like, you absolute slag. Get away from the corner flag. I'm going to be doing it from now on. They were awful, weren't they? <laughs> they were dreadful. They were worse dreadful. than Darren Potter's. I mean, the highlights <laughs> only showed. I think the last, the last one where he, he just fizzed it along flow and it went into the side. No. <sighs> Yeah. Every yeah. every single one were either hit the front man or beyond everybody. There were no, there were not one were were in between where we could try and get an effort on goal. And like <laughs> Simon says, it's a you know that is a free cross, and it wasn't even yeah. just that the quality of the ball wasn't good enough. Um, 
there, there was no real attempt to do anything in the box either. No one was making intelligent runs. Uh, no, one, no one seemed to know where the ball was going to go. Uh, and, and so no <laughs> one really attacked any yeah. of them. It, it was horrendous to watch the amount of chances that we, in theory at least, had um, you know, from yeah. attacking positions to play and, and not doing it. And that was pretty much how the, the first half went. Um, Vic, second half, I think you know the the tactical changes made a massive difference, but we really, I, I think, felt like we were in the ascendancy in the second half. We were a much better team, weren't we? We were a better team. I mean, it was a pretty shit game to watch all around, wasn't it? I think if you... Uh, obviously, I didn't watch it because I live in the UK and it wasn't on Sky and whatever else, but it seemed like, a, a, from listening to it, seemed like a pretty good uh, shit game to watch because... Yeah, um, but <laughs> um, no, it was just dreadful. Um, the second half, yeah, it was better. It wasn't great, but it's just like the people that just their heads imploded when we didn't win seven nil at Blackburn away. <laughs> it's just like at some point we have to just accept that we're missing Barry Bannon, which was a huge thing for us. And I've made yeah. a point this season and last season of talking about being a one-man team. And we were really worried when we lost Fessy. We were really, really worried when we lost Berner. And actually, Barry Bannon, as much as I have... I've, I've never slated him, but I, I've been his critic at times and I think he's needed it. I think he's proved that we, we definitely need him in this team. Um, I think we were completely flat without him. Um, even with Kieran Lee in the side, uh, I just think everything just kind of fell in midfield. There was there was just no excitement there. Barry Bannon's passing over the last few matches has been outstanding. Um, and we just didn't have that. So I think even though, yeah, all right, it picked up in the second half. We looked a bit better. We got a goal. It was just a bit... It, there was just not a lot. Would, to would it, you wasn't would it? you have felt the same way if we'd have run out one nil winners? Would it not have been a case of yeah. second half we came out and we did the job? It wasn't always pretty, but we stepped. Oh up. yeah, yeah. If uh, we'd know, have play, done the players, job, but we didn't. Players, do yeah, the job, but did we? We did. All right, okay. So let's it. let's play devil's advocate then, because if you okay. look at every, if we cut the feed off at eighty eight minutes, okay, Wednesday one nil up. What, what uh, player mm. player of the month. Morgan Fox had put another yes. beautiful cross in. Um, Fletch got up and, and, and you know Hit headed it against the bar. Yeah. Yeah, Murphy was mm. there to to, the, to finish. Uh, you know knew he was making a nuisance of himself. Kieran Lee grew into the game uh, in the second half massively. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it it felt like we had accelerated towards the finish of the game. So if the last four minutes of the game don't happen, aren't we talking about a not always pretty, but typically effective, organised Gary Monk performance. So I think we all agree with yeah, that. Yeah, it was. So, right. I mean, so it was tell, all so, right, wasn't it? So tell it me. Was, so tell it me was why. Just a bit shit. So tell me why but, but, after ninety-three minutes and the, the final result, why are we now looking back at that and saying they didn't do enough, they weren't set up right, there wasn't enough effort, and all of these other things? Oh no, I'm not saying that at all. I just think I think we miss Barry Bannon million percent I think we missed Barry Bannon um, I think we could have played a bit quicker we could have made some changes earlier on I thought obviously we've discussed it but Pelopessi's corners were dreadful um, other than that I think you know it was alright I don't think we're world beaters at this point I think we're not far enough into the season yet to be looking at who's going to go up who's going to go down obviously we don't look at the league table before Christmas uh, I think <laughs> it was it was alright like I'm I think I'm not buzzing problem... for Saturday, no, no. but I'm buzzing in the way that no. I always am because I want to go to Hillsborough. I want to watch Sheffield Wednesday. That's It's in my blood. It's what I do. But I wouldn't say that I'm more excited than I normally would be. Um, but I, it's not the end of the world, you know. Shit happens. You lose games in football. Fucking hell. It's not the end of the world. No one needs to get sacked. No one needs to get, like, imprisoned for it. It was just <laughs> a pretty bad turnout on the day. Uh, think, just had this breaking at, news. A uh, breaking news: uh, Fernando Forestieri has just been jailed for seven months <laughs> for that performance. Uh, the FA have just announced that. So, uh, unlucky Fernando. We'll uh, we'll see you next season. 
I think I think when you look at these games and you look at, I think the problem was that a lot of people <laughs> saw saw that game last week uh, against Leeds, and, and I thought we were superb. And in the on the way home in the car, we we said we definitely looked like conceding there. You know, if anything, we should have definitely have beaten them. You go into a team that have been really struggling, and then. You know, you said you, you you stop the game at 88 minutes. You stop the game at 88 minutes. I, th- I think we, we tend to look at these games at where we sit and, and look at, right, OK, we won that game 1-0, but there were this issue, this issue, this issue. And and I think we probably overanalyzed the games a little bit too much in the car on the way home. That 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 the, the, two, the two goals aside afterwards, you know, I think one was... Keep slight keeper error and not two two of the largest tallest lads letting <clears throat> letting the twenty four actually head the ball when they should have not let the guy head the ball, and then the, the the winning goal that was just one of those goals that took a deflection and went in. Um, I, I, I still go back to... initially though. Yeah, it you reckon? It, it yeah, would, it, it, well, it was born, born as error. Really, when balls come over, and yeah, he, he, he slipped, slipped didn't he? Slipped. Yeah, and that's that's and then, fine margins. If he clears that, yeah, then yeah, we come yeah, away with a point. With a, yeah, and you think you have uh, Iorfa and and Atty marking twenty four, and they got mm. they both got out jumped by him, didn't they? Um, I, I just look at Westwood had to make a lot of saves in that game, which. In the last few games, he, he's not—he's had the odd one or two, but he did pull off some brilliant saves on Saturday. I, I, I look at the, the 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 misfiring of reach, and 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 surely enough, there must be—you know—you're talking about corners, right? When did they know Bannon was injured? Is Bannon the only person who practices taking corners? You know, there's got to be somebody else. I mean, my, I, I, my I, I expect to reach the step up, especially for. I yeah. could have first, taken yeah. a better corner. I could. Yeah. I swear to God, yeah. right. I only played for South Yorkshire under 15s or whatever and Dromfield up to 16s. I would have taken a better corner. I'll put it there now at 31 with glass knees. I would have taken a better <laughs> corner. There's got to be someone in that team. Even if it in bloody Westwood, like somebody could have taken that corner better. It was unfair to Pelopessi. If that was, you know, if it was on the day he just went to shit, fine. But if that's been happening in training then mm. absolutely should not have been taking those corners. Mm. We're not, you know, we talked about Adam Reach and we've talked about, you know, Adam Reach has been very open about mental health and whatever else, so has Sammy Hutchinson. And we're still, we're sat here slating Reach every week. Maybe there's something behind that. Maybe there, uh, uh, well, I've heard there is. So maybe, you know, in most jobs you would get time off for that. Instead, mm. he's put out in front of 35,000, well, 25,000 people week on yeah. week and booed and called it's not and doing whatever any, else. It's not going it's to be doing any good, is it? No, it's no. not. I actually I actually thought at Leeds, I thought he had one of his best games this season against Leeds. And I actually thought, hopefully he's coming through this now. And and then on Saturday, he was, he was, he was very, very, very poor. The Bannon issue, look, we've got to, surely enough, the coaches know in the head that at some point in a, in a season, somebody's going to get injured, somebody's going to miss a game. So they've got got to say, well, hang on a minute. There's somebody here who can take corners, who or who can play as that playmaker. Reach has done it, hasn't he? He's played in the centre and sort of roamed <clears> around, <throat> and we put somebody else on the right. We'd had. I uh, think Odd, Reach has been Magic. better in centre when he's played there. I I agree. I agree. The, and the I think that's wide, where he's got. Yeah. That's where he got his goals from last season, wasn't it? Because he was rather than being sort of pigeonholed onto the right hand side, he could move around and get into space to score those goals. We've got Odebaggio mm. on that wing, who is supposedly a right side of midfielder more than a, than a the right back. Play him, put Reach in the middle, Hutch Hutch is the clearing up midfield clearing up midfielder, Kieran Lee doing his runs, and, and obviously Harris doing his runs down the wing. Try it try it some way that way. Now there's there's I like Bannon. I think he's a great player and he seems to spur players on. I also think we missed a bit of a we missed a captain on, on Saturday. I don't know whether it, I know Hutch. I don't know whether it suited Hutch being being the cat. I think he was the captain, wasn't he? I don't think it yeah. suited yeah. him. Yeah, I don't think it suited him. Or it seems to be Bannon's really growing into that role. I really like that. I think um, Bannon has changed in that role so much under Gary. Martin. Yes, I think. Yes, he was, I agree. Beforehand, yes. he was so hot headed because um, obviously he covered a bit under Carlos, and then obviously he's he's been picking it up 
under Bullen and whatever else. Mm. And he seems to be so hot headed and he will, you know, you, your captain is meant to go over when someone's been done for a, like a leg breaking challenge. You're meant to calm the situation down. Bannon would mm. never, ever do that. Bannon would go over and storm over. And he seems <laughs> under Gary Monk to have kind of calmed down and to have just chilled a bit and to become more of a captain, more mature. And then, yeah, I really think we are missing that. I really do. And like with Hutch, mm. I think Hutch is perfectly capable of that, but not in just one game shoved out with an armband on. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lu- Lu- Luongo yeah. went fit, will become his best midfielder, I think. I know, I I know we've got Bannon. Yeah, we missed him. He's, it, Bannon's someone who gets on ball deep, pass, pass. But Luongo's more, uh, he'll carry it over 20 yards and he... he I don't think you need Hutchinson or Pelopessi inside when you've got a Luongo either because he can do he can do what they do, but he gives you more going forward as well. Mm-hmm. Well, as can as can Barry Bannon, doesn't he? You know, he will. He's the complete midfielder yeah. that he can he can do the job mm-hmm. defensively as well as unlock the opposition and and play those balls. And Luongo doesn't necessarily have the passing vision that Bannon has, but what he will do is carry the ball and he'll drive. He'll get he'll get the the, the opposite midfield turned uh, and actually squeeze the play that mm. way. So uh, yeah, I agree. I I have got a couple of points of order though, um, <coughs> having listened patiently for the last two two minutes. Uh, number one, calling uh, calling him Odabaggio. Uh, that doesn't make him as good as as uh, Dino Baggio and Roberto Baggio. Um, he's still <laughs> a really second choice uh, wide man that we've got, uh, and also uh, that equalising goal. How many times have we seen Westwood uh, come out and get done by a looping header over him? If anyone wants mm. sacking, it's Nicky Weaver because surely uh, you, you know you've got to spot that that happens. Every other goal we concede is Westwood coming out, getting wrong-footed, and then just a random looping header from a, a, a rampaging centre-back uh, loops over the top of him and into the net. I think the thing is with Westwood is we could all name 10 faults. You know, his kicking mm. is pretty much dreadful. Um, yeah, looping headers scream over every time. He can be too hot-headed. You know, there's so many different things. But then at the end of the day, he's Kieran bloody Westwood. And 99% of the time, well, <laughs> well, I mean, you're, yeah. Um, but 99% of the time, he gets it absolutely spot on. And, mm. you know, we look at those clips from the from the Wembley season where he falls down the ball and looks around at the defence like, bloody hell, guys. Oh, he's the best like, shot stopper. He's, I, I, that's, I say he's the that's best shot stopper in the top for. two divisions, but... I, it, he just looks. He looks. Right? He looks like a five foot one keeper when anyone heads the ball over the top of him. And he's <laughs> look, like, if, look, if, if he there's gets a smaller. header or if it's a kick, right? If he could, if he could save looping <laughs> headers, and if he could kick to Stephen Fletcher every bloody time, and if he was English, it'd be England's number one. <laughs> but he's not, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's <laughs> Irish. Do you know what I mean? He'd be the Mark. You're absolutely the face you're, of Marks Vic. and Spencer's suits, wouldn't he? So. Yeah. You're absolutely right, uh, because if he was the perfect keeper, he wouldn't be playing for Sheffield Wednesday, would he? No, at the end of the day, he wouldn't be playing well, exactly. in, in, the champ- in the championship. And how many times have we said that about keepers over the last 10 years? We've had bloody brilliant keepers here mm. over the last decade or so. We've had yeah. some absolutely yeah. outstanding keepers. And the reason mm. being, you've got to take the bit of the shit that comes with it to get, yeah. you know, the best you can get for your money. I just feel that he's... He's probably only got this season before we either need to give Dawson more of a chance or if we don't mm. think Dawson's good enough, then be on the lookout because it is. But this isn't me hating Westwood because it's the best keeper I've seen at Wednesday and I love him as much as everybody else. But this season and part of last season, but this it, some things are just beginning to cost us as much as the saves that is the points that he's saving us. And... There are crack, there are cracks appearing in, in his talent, aren't there? I, I have mm. to agree. He's, he's starting to get that he, he has, he has for he, free, he's, for free. You know, he's been, he's, absolutely he's, been superb. he's been given probably more time because he's what of what he's he's done for us. Obviously, at Wembley season and season after where and season before that under Stuart Gray and stuff like that, where it, it was just unbeatable and stuff like that but I, I just feel he's, he's coming towards he's past his peak now if if 
were honest. And like I say, I'd, I'd be looking, hopefully, I'm sure they are, I'm sure there's there's plans that, that are in place to be looking for a goalkeeper for next season, whether that's tying Dawson down to a new contract or whether it's looking at someone like, because I'm, I'm a goalkeeper and I know like there's a lad, Kieran O'Hara, and he's at Burton at the moment on loan from Man United and he's sort of had the same progression that, God forbid say his name, but Dean Henderson's had. He's started yeah. in League Two, he's gone up to League One, he's doing well for Burton. That could be, and he's a young, another young goalkeeper, so maybe you think, why would you rather have him than Dawson? Well, but, there's, there's a lot of them out there, and there's a lot of them on loan in the Championship, isn't there? I mean, the lad who was yeah. in goal for Blackburn's Brighton's, uh, yeah. you know, on yeah. loan from Christian Brighton, Walton. and he had he made and he made a couple of great saves. You know, yeah. maybe that's it. We need some, you know, start looking at, at youth. Maybe the the keeper that we need isn't, you know, Dawson. Um, maybe it is somebody who plays for you know United did it last season and obviously he's there yeah. again at United this season. You know the, the thing the, is the, though keepers are... come into their own at a certain age, don't they? Like yeah, they obviously do. then they like you're mm. a lot younger, but most keepers come into their point at about 23-24 when mm. yeah. shoulders well, are broadened, yeah. reaches like you can reach higher, you can jump higher. Yeah, yeah. There's just there's a different there's more of an age span with keepers. So I think I think it's unfair to write Westwood off yet. I think he's, what is he, 32? Something like that. 34. I don't, I don't think, 34. I think he's yeah. probably still got another couple of years in him, even if it's one year mm. as main, like, first team keeper and then one year as backup. Um, yeah. Or even if he, you know, if he has to drop down a league. He's, he's outstanding and he is the best shot stopper in this league. But, like I said, if he could kick better... And if he, that's if what's he could gonna save kill headers in, in modern yeah. game. What, what, what if, do you if think he was in the, he'd be in the Premier League? He'd be he'd be playing at, you yeah. know, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know, one of the top ten clubs, absolutely. But the what fact do you that think he hasn't his... got those points means we get him. What do you think to his time on the ball? You know, when he gets the ball and gathers it all. On the, oh, you know, oh, he takes oh. the absolute piss. Yeah. A few of them are very critical about releasing the ball. Even like for a goal kick, we'll be winning one nil, and opposition fans will be moaning that he's taking his time. But he'd do the same if we're one nil down, and it it, it it infuriates me at times. Like yeah, we, yeah, in yeah. 90th, in 90th minute uh, on Saturday, we he was taking his time with a goal. I'm just, just hurry it up just a bit, like. But yeah, <laughs> is that feels, something that's happened recently? Is that no. something that's happened recently? Because I haven't really noticed that in his game. And then no, always, whether it's always just sort it. of like points it out. He's quite, right, he's right, quite yeah. old school. He's yeah. quite an old school keeper. You got you got the feeling that he probably he, he learned his trade at the hand of the previous generation as opposed to being yeah. uh, mm. to be in this yeah, you know, yeah. uh, young up and coming keeper. And he so he does feel like a bit of a throwback. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean the worry for me, if we are gonna move on from him, is that the stakes are so high where we are at the moment, you know, fighting for the, you know, that, that kind of promised land in the Premier League. Um, do you honestly feel that, that a Sheffield Wednesday are going to give the same number of chances to, let's say Cameron Dawson, although any other young keeper, uh, it, it, the same thing applies, as we have done to Liam Palmer, who, I mean, literally, it's taken him five, six, seven years to get to the point where he is. Uh, arguably one of the best fullbacks at this level, but certainly an absolute mainstay in our side. I I don't think a keeper gets given that latitude, and that to me is the worry that if you're a young keeper at this level, you either have to play at a Premier League level immediately, or you're going to get superseded by a, a more, yeah, you know, I suppose a journeyman type or someone who uh, who was who was maybe got a bit more of a track record because. If you make a mistake, it costs you dearly, doesn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This is not the keep. This is not the keeper show. We're not not here just to talk about keepers. So yeah, the, the, you know the Blackburn game, and I, I think we said at the top of the show, uh, maybe an overreaction from the Wednesday fans, uh, maybe just frustration that again uh, we had a game in our grasp and we couldn't close it out. Look, we don't look at the league table, so it doesn't matter. If I was going to guess at where we were in the league table, we're probably seventh. Um, what I'd <laughs> say, more importantly than that, is normally every year there is either a team that's come down for the Premier League or a team that just gets their shit together and they are on it from minute one. 
And by the time we get here at the start of November, it's already starting to shake out. This season, not just looking at the number of points, because that, you know, that just is what it is. Just looking at the form. Nobody is actually putting together any kind of runner form that is grabbing this division by the balls um, and, and, you know, really staking their claim to being, I'm going to be one of the top two. You know, everyone else is battling for the playoffs. We well, are in the top two. Is, we're not you know, meant to be lucky, are we? No, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. But I'm sorry. But that's why I don't want to talk about points. We are. I want to talk about form. I there don't is want to nobody say it, that has won the last are, five, of the last six okay. games, even. I won't mention points, right? But we're one win away from being second in the league. Mm. Like it, and it, and then you've you've got to look. You've got Bristol. What? Forest, Leeds, uh, Preston? Swansea? Yeah, Preston. Swansea. Yeah, so we've got Swansea on Saturday. Um, You've got all those above us. And there's not, there's nothing between us. Like, you look at the game against Leeds. And I said when we left, I was like, do you know what? Actually, as a neutral, I wouldn't normally watch a championship game as a neutral. Like, I would because we're in this league. But it would never appeal to me if I was watching the Premier League. I would never pick a championship over Premier League, really, um, unless it was a big game. But actually, watching it, it was a pretty decent game. I'd have, I'd have probably sat and watched it. I'd have probably enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't too dirty. It was quite a, a good game of football. Um, but you think there's only three points. Like By this point, there should be some sort of division in the league. There should be something that says... Right, you're either going to struggle, or you're going to be all right, or you're going to go up. Well, if you had but to put still, your next, just... if you had to put your next pay packet on a team and back somebody that they're going to be in the top two, who do you pick, Vic? Single answer. Who do you pick? Um, I. I... I don't know. Anybody else? Has anyone got someone that they're they'd be they'd be willing to drop proper money and say I'm confident that they're going to be the team that's going to be the class act at the end of the season? West Brom. Uh, I I was going to say West Brom. I I, I know they're already top, and it sounds like it's easy one to say, but Slaven Bilic, good good manager, done it at Premier League and what have you. and I can see them be, I can see them winning it and being that team that does break away. In they've only lost, they've only lost fifteen games. They've only lost one game so far this season. Everybody else has lost yeah. three or three yeah, or more, other than Bristol City. But does it does yes. honestly? So, does so, it honestly feel like they are um, you know, a, a, a Norwich or you know the the, the Newcastle's of, of seasons past where? You know, even by now, it's clear who the real class acts are. I I give Wednesday a great chance of going to uh, to the Hawthorns and getting a result against West Brom, and I wouldn't have said that yeah. in the past. Yeah, I wouldn't no, have said that. Yeah, I, agree. I would. I, I would as well because I think they'll lift the game, and I think he might play a different formation. You know, and I, I and hopefully Bannon and Longo are going to be fit. I, I I I from from Saturday I was disappointed. That's how I come out. It's that you know when you say to your your your, your son or your daughter, I'm disappointed. That's how I felt. Felt a little bit let down because I thought they played so well in the game before. Um, you know that we need to stay where we are. We need to stay in that pack. And you're right. Mm. Nobody's clearing off. Nobody is clearing off. I, I I agree with Ben. I think West Brom, and I'm going to West Brom, and I'm not quite sure whether it was a good idea to buy tickets for it. But um, I'm taking my son, and every time he goes to the West Midlands and we play a team in the West Midlands, we win. So um, yeah. Oh good. Um, so don't, so don't, don't, don't take me on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's, you know, it's Wednesday. He's going to be disappointed at some point or another, isn't he? Um, I thought Leeds might clear off, but they they didn't. Um, there's teams up there: Bristol City, Forest, Preston. You know, Bristol have been around can... it for the last few years now. And yeah, actually, I, think are, I think they'll make playoffs. I think they'll make playoffs. I'd love soon. it. I would absolutely, if I could pick, I would like love top it. Two, us and Bristol would be just ideal for me. I think the two clubs who have a shot at going back to the... I know Bristol have been back there since, but a shot back at the Premier League that hasn't really been given to them properly. Um, I think, you know, obviously, Leeds. 
are around there and probably going to be up there. And it's probably getting to the point now that if they don't go up, then something's going wrong. Uh, oh, They'll probably leave know. if they don't go up. I, I, I don't know if they don't go up this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who's going to do it. I think it is so close. And it, it is exciting, isn't it? Like, I know a few, like, friends of mine who are Premier League season ticket holders who say, oh, you must be so excited, though, because it's such a close league. And it's like, no, that's absolutely dog shit. It's horrible. <laughs> I don't want it to be a close league. Um, but at the same time, you know, we've not had the greatest run by any stretch of the imagination. No. Yeah. And yet we're still in seventh place. So that... The fact that it is quite a close, shitty league at the moment is doing us good favours, so we can't really moan about it. Yeah, someone's going to no, have not to at do all. it, so and, why not and, us and why not now? You know, yeah. <laughs> it feels yeah, like the doing most wide-open team, uh, wide-open division that yeah. we've had in a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's nobody, if you look at results, you look at Swansea who play, you know, everybody, you've won one, you won one, then lost one, then drawn one, then won one, won one, lost. Nobody's going on that run, like you say, of win, 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 or lose, 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 lose. And, uh, you know, we, we've got to just keep plugging away. So if you look at it, we lost against Hull. You know, we've got to come back with a win or a draw after after that, we've got to, and we've, we've got to do that on, on Saturday. Um, Swansea, right, we'll, we'll talk about them in a bit, but... That's what we've got to do. We've got to keep turning around and not go on a run of loss, 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 because then we'll just yeah. drop out of it and that'll be us gone. And, there will, and there'll be teams that do that. And that, you know, that, that separation will happen. <laughs> and actually, I'm, I'm fairly comfortable with the idea that teams are going to hit bad runs of form and drop themselves out of it. I just can't see anyone that's kind of in that position where they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to be the team that steps up and puts other team other teams in our shadow so it's it's fascinating I you know I enjoy it massively when it's like this um and, and probably only slightly more because we're we're right in the thick of it you know so you know let's see what happens and uh, let, you know stick a fork in this discussion and in, in, in another month's time let's revisit and let's see how everything's fixed if anyone has has kind of put the uh, the trailblazers on the afterburners and and they're disappearing off into the distance um you know but what you know why not now why not us um so, on to some other Wednesday news. Um, so, quite a big week in terms of recuperation uh, from injuries. We had uh, a big uh, under-23s game against Burnley, which featured uh, Tom Lees making his return, played an hour. Uh, Jordan Thornley played 90 minutes. Ash Baker played. And Jordan Rose both played and scored. Um, so, that's, that's all good news. Uh, so first question that I've got for you, Ben, Tom Lees. So he's he's on his way back. Clearly, he may well be in contention for Saturday. Is he, as club captain, um, an automatic start given the form that the replacement centre-backs have shown in his absence? Certainly not. Um, Bowen is obviously undroppable at the moment. Um and then I offer now he's been. I really didn't rate him at right back last season, and then he's been given his chance at centre half, where he's always wanted to be given a proper crack at it. Never really got a proper crack at it, except I think a few games at Wolves. Um, and he's he's been class. So no, I I really wouldn't be putting Lee straight back in. He's got he's got to fight for his place and show that his his form is better than what Bonner and I offers has been, which it hasn't been when he has played. So. No, certainly not going straight back in. Definitely, um, you know, Thornley and Ash Baker are, you know, they're depth picks. That That's, you know, squad depth and that's great. Um, also back in training this week, Vic, uh, Barry Bannon and uh, Luongo. So if they're Brilliant. fit, if they're, if they're fit, is that our centre midfield against Swansea? Or do you make a case for, uh, you know, Pelly Pessi, for Hutchison, uh, for, for even Kieran Lee? Uh, I would make a case for what was the game that he dropped Hutchinson back to centre uh, to well we had, to, he had sweeper centre yeah. back to Leeds. Leeds yeah and I I think that felt that worked well um I'd I'd try and move towards that sort of system if we could obviously we need to get goals now we know that you know we're coming up to Christmas goal difference is going to be a big difference past Christmas um and it's also going to make a big difference to who we sign after Christmas, if we do sign or release anybody, whatever. Um, so 
I I would go towards the lead sort of mentality that we had um, and play. Yeah, I think I think Bannon is an absolute to this team. Um, I think a couple of well, a game without him has proven that we're we're not a one man team, but we rely on our captain, and I think that's that's quite a nice, good place to be. I think. You know, when Lee's dropped out of the team, we didn't particularly have that because we had quite good replacements and we were kind of like, well, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. We've got Barry Bannon to step up and we've got these two at centre-half and whatever else. Now it's kind of like, actually, no, Barry Bannon is pretty shit for Sheffield Wednesday. So, and you know, he's recognised across the country. You speak to away fans and Barry Bannon is the, play that, the player that they watch and... And we do when you look at him back. Some of the passes he plays are outstanding. So I think he's got to go back in. I think Luongo is an absolute. Um, for me, I, I'd look back to the sort of like the lead setup, the lead formation, and just see what happens, really. So keep quite compact. Um, you know, whether it's if you're dropping Hutch back, then there really is some battle back there because, you know, who's going to miss out? Like you say, Burner's probably automatic. Um, Iorfa's done a great job. Tom Lees is is on his way back, so it's a little bit of an embarrassment of Richard, which could be a positive. But you know we have to we have to know where our priorities lie. Um, uh, Sai, you know Jordan Rose came back. Uh, he scored a goal, uh, albeit against a, a reserve team. Um, there's no doubt that he's not a first choice under Gary Monk. Uh, where do you place him in the pecking order uh, at Wednesday right now? You know, assuming that he gets his fitness back. Is there a way back for him, you know, into the first team? No, no, I don't think there is. I don't think there is. I think, I think uh, again, we were discussing this on Saturday. I think he's one of the first people we need to offload to bring somebody new, younger, more hungry. Unfortunately, the Jordan Rose experiment didn't work, did it? Um, I... It is a shadow of the player that we all remember, and and uh, you know why we signed him. There's many theories on why we signed him. Um, I, I, uh, you know, he's not getting on the bench. I think Winall will go probably on loan, or if not, we'll sell him as well. I think his contract's up at the end of uh, this season. Rhodes is the end of next season, I think. Um, I th- we, he's on a huge amount of money. We need to release him, bring somebody. Somebody, some hunger who wants to score, wants to score goals. He just doesn't look. We need some pace. I think we need to to have alongside Fletcher. We need somebody with pace, and 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 he has got none whatsoever. None. <laughs> so unfortunately for me, or unfortunately for me with Jordan, I, I you know I probably would have loved him in the days when he was at Huddersfield, but unfortunately now. He's. Uh, I mean, he didn't pull any trees up when he was at um, Norwich last season, really, did he? No, I mean, he was. No. A, he was a bit part. He was a bit part player there, and they all raved about five. him. and loved him. Five, five you know, five in a season, you know. And this is a eight, nine, ten million pound player allegedly that we paid for. It's, I think it. You've got to take it as on the chin. We're going to make a loss on him. You know, end of the day, clear. What's he on a week? 40, 40 or grand a week. Yeah. Let's clear that wage. We could probably get two players in for at least two half decent players in for that sort of money. Um, now, you, you're first on the you first on the strikers is always going to be Fletcher. I think we need to somehow start trying to shoehorn Forestieri into there because on Saturday he brought that spark. You know, he he could have scored in the last minute and equalised. Um, I like Fezzi. I think he's a great player. And, and when he's on it, he's on it. And he isn't going to be on it until we start giving him more game time. Um, and then I think he might be that difference between us getting in the playoffs or not getting in the playoffs, personally. We really need to start um, using him properly, don't we? Really? Yeah, we yeah. do. Um, Absolutely. I, I, but, but... I, I, I think perfect chance to be on Saturday, really. When it, Yeah. I know Ban and Luongo were out, but it was sort of a perfect storm. He could have replaced one of them rather than yeah, going yeah. with Hutchinson and Pelopessi. He could have sacrificed one of them against a yeah. Blackburn team that's weak at back and gone with even looking front us up. looking at that that midfield three of of uh, of Pelopessi, Hutch, and Kieran Lee. Sacrifice one of those, get two sat deep, and have Forestieri just operating and and you know let him show the creativity that he has. So uh, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, it feels yeah. like against but, 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 it's but, but, another chance to do that. 
it's a, it's Jordan Rhodes for me is done. Um, and I know Vic loves him to bits, but um, and that's his shy bastard. Uh, yeah, you know, when we signed him, I was like, yes, yes. And he really, really let us down. So really was I. And I, don't... I think we all were. I we all were. Was, Every yeah. Wednesday he was that was. signing. And yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that's Once tainted four, it more than anything. <laughs> yeah. I think that has yeah. tainted it. It was like it was a bit like the Ben Marshall situation. At least yeah. now yeah. we all kind of see Ben Marshall being like goaded around us. And we go, <laughs> no, look at what happened with Jordan Rhodes. And it yeah. was. It yeah. was that moment that we're all like, oh, my God, we've just spent 10 million quid. That's unbelievable. It was a lot of yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we've had to sell our ground to cover that. Back to obviously the man who already owns it anyway. But you know, it's proper dropped us in the shit by this. And, and really, to be honest, you know, I don't know. It'd be lovely to put into these players' contracts that if you don't score so many goals or you don't play so many games, then can we have it back, please? You know, because <laughs> it's, it's 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 a fu- yeah. Anyway, excuse my French. Oh, look, it's a nightmare. Look. And we shouldn't have or, happened. Shouldn't have signed or him. Miss Miss Chancery could have just instead of selling the ground to himself, should have sold Jordan Rhodes to himself. I just had him had him employed <laughs> as like you know PR director. Oh my god, like it's that. like a butler. Oh, oh well, I don't, I don't mean to <laughs> oh, humiliate yeah, the man. I'm just just that he's it one could, of the most nice guys. Around. He'd have been class at that. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine that. that just bring Chancery's lord. Oh, you know we've got. We've got Ozzy, Ozzy and Barney. You know, get him in the old Ollie costume or uh, or Baz. Remember Baz, the teenage owl <laughs> with a backwards baseball cap. Get, bring him back in Jordan. I've Rose. been both. Yeah. Be both. <laughs> I've been in both of them. Um, again, title of my second. I'm sure you have. So yes, it, it does look like it, it feels like it's a long road back for John Rhodes, and maybe um, he's going to get some game time really just as a as a shot window. Although I can't imagine anyone wanting to pay those sort of wages for a player who quite clearly has, has you know gone so far off the boil that effectively he's now in the freezer. Um, it's slightly brighter news. I mean, if you can call it brighter. Uh, Liam Palmer, now an established international pick for Scotland yet again. Um, he's a hundred percent their first choice right back now. Um, look, you know there, there's an argument that suggests that Scotland's not a real country, and uh, I certainly subscribe to that. Um, but how uh, how amazing how amazing is it? Just it's all just on a football basis. You can't be a real country if you're that bad at football. Um, how how great it is. Uh, is it for Liam Palmer that he is now not only a senior pro at Wednesday, not only uh, first choice and arguably one of the best in his position at this level, but now an established international at a time where lauded guys like Barry Bannon uh, and Stephen Fletcher are not getting picked for the squad. Uh, Liam is a proper concert professional, isn't he? I'll, I'll, I'll okay. go for that one then. Go on, um, go on. the silence is deafening. Yeah, he definitely, deserve, he definitely deserves his, his start for Scotland, where he's been playing for us. He, I think his, his, his Scotland call-up sort of come out of him playing more at left-back for the end of last season than right-back, but he's been just as good this season. So, yeah, I think he definitely deserves his, his call-up. Um and we obviously we're biased, but we probably say that Bannon and, and Fletcher do as well. But I, I, it don't bother me that they're not. I'd rather them be be sat at home, yeah, quite right, um, relaxing throughout international break than losing for Scotland. Yeah. So, yeah. so from one uh, one arguably not real country, Scotland to another uh, in Wales, because we're playing Swansea uh, at home at the Theatre of Shattered Dreams on Saturday. Um, they are up there with us, and we don't look at the league table, but they are very much experiencing a similar season to Wednesday. And like we said before, most of the teams that are up there are having that same sort of experience of winning more than they lose, but um, never really putting back-to-back wins together. Um, and when they do lose, they then can come back strong after that. So, uh, you know, they Swansea are obviously a competent team. Uh, their last game, they played the early kickoff before we played Blackburn, um, and they did a Blackburn to Wigan by scoring in injury time to win it. Uh, psychologically, Simon, is there anything to say that they've got the upper hand, given that we've we've had a last minute heartbreak and they've had uh, you know last minute glory? 
No, I think I think will be it'd be a complete reset um, for us on Saturday. I think um, there'll be certain players out there, particularly Borna, um, I offer Hutch. When 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 um, Blackburn equalised, um, I offer was absolutely furious with himself, and I think there'll be players out there who 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 won't want that to happen again. Um, so I think that'll be the last <laughs> quote. Don't quote me on this. I think that'll be the last thing that will happen. Um, Plus Bannon Luongo coming into the side. I was going to ask a question to to the rest of you. What do you think he'll do with Reach? Will he play him again? He subbed him obviously on on Saturday. Do you think the guy needs a rest? If his head's not in the right yeah. place, I think you know, I think he needs compassionate leave. I think I, I genuinely think that's what he needs. If his head is not in the right place, and I don't know about you guys, but I've talked quite openly before about mental health and stuff, and. If you're not in the right place, you cannot do mm. your job. And no, I have no, been can't. at the point that I literally cannot function mm. because I've been so, so low. Just through nothing in particular, through one of those things that most people would say, well, you've got nothing to be depressed about or mm. whatever, which mm. is exactly what you would say to Adam Reach on whatever grand a week. Um, but he is. And he's not been able to focus and do his job. So does he just need time away? Does he need to go to maybe not even time off like most of us would need just a couple of weeks in bed just to sit and cry a bit and just get on with life? Does he need to be going away to somewhere that he can keep fit in the countryside and just keep his endorphins up and whatever? I think as a club, we need to look at that sort of thing. If we're going to be open about, you know, we've we've pushed Sam Hutchinson out there as a mental health advocate. We have done with Adam Reach. If, if we're going to do it, we need to put our money where our mouth is. And 25,000 people, like I said earlier, every week is not going to do you any favours no, if you're no, in a shit no, state no. of mind. If no. you imagine walking into an office in the morning and someone immediately, as you sit down at your desk going, Ben, you're shit at your job. You just be like, bloody hell, yeah. right? why yeah. am I even here? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine 25,000 people saying he's, that? He's looking got a, a bit we've like got to do something. He's looking like a player that has got that sort, sort of problem. He, he doesn't look like he's got any confidence to go at someone and no. beat someone. I, I know he's never been that type of player, but he, he, he'd do it and he would try, <laughs> he gets it byline and he, 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 would, he would cross it in. And he's just not done that, especially this season. And I think that, I, th- I think Saturday Murphy will get his chance. I know he's not being great, but I think he'll, he he will get his chance on Saturday, and hopefully he he puts in a good shift and and shows us a bit more than what he has done so far. But I give I I agree. I, I think Reach needs to. We've got international break coming up as well, so after this game or whatever. So that's another probably perfect opportunity to do it. Probably give him. I, I'd I'd leave him out completely. I agree. I'd leave him out completely for a couple of weeks yeah, and just yeah. let him. Because he does but look would, like he just needs I a complete I would make break. a point if he is if he's so open about mental health like he has been. I would make a point that he is off sick or whatever with mental yeah, health. Yeah, why not? I yeah. I think I think <laughs> that would make a huge point to young lads in that situation, to young girls in that situation, to people you know people my age that are in that situation. To go, all right, yeah, you might be able to earn thirty grand a week, but still, your head can be an absolute shithole, and yeah, sometimes there's... you need your employer to stand by you. And yeah. I think if if yeah. somebody stands yeah. by him, I think if the club actually stands up and stands by him, mm. you know, we're all there for retweeting and talking about mental health and stuff. Mm. But mm. you know, if, and, if we don't do anything about that... it for our own. And, and that's something that can happen at any level of football as well. And there, there is becoming more acceptance to it. But yeah, yeah, I think it, the club, the the, the 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 club seem to have been. I mean, there's been some articles from Chris Kirkland, hasn't there? The yeah, well-publicised articles yeah, about yeah. about his mental health at the time of when he joined Wednesday, yeah. and the fact that um, he didn't want to leave Lancashire, and and the club really supported him, and it, Andy Rhodes really supported him through that yeah. through that time. But we're finding out about that after the event, yeah. and and what we need to be doing exactly. here. If there are men, if there are mental health problems now. with, yeah, we we do we do the, the club needs to come forward and say because we you know, never had an inkling or anything like that with him at the time. No, not at all. As you no, say, no. It's, it's just come out, and we and we you'd never know. 
So, no, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. And the, and 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 for these lads, you're absolutely right. You go to work, and if somebody berates you, and you pick your mobile up, and you see somebody's telephone number on your phone, and you you dread answering that call, you know, it, it's 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 that times twenty five thousand, isn't it? You know, and and I know how bad that horrible. is from, yeah. from from a mobile from a work point of view with one person ringing me to then to turn out in front of all those people, and and there are some <clears> bloody idiots. Every club's got them. You know, and whatever that person does, there'll still be people who slate Palmer and Fox now, despite their performances over the last five, six months. You know, Reach will be that person. There'll be a person who sits near you who absolutely bloody hates him. And it'll be either down to the fact that he made a mistake here at a match 25 weeks ago or the fact that purely this young lad earns a lot of money and they're just jealous. And And that's the thing. I think a lot of people will not understand mental no. health problems because of the amount of money he earns or the job yeah, he's and, in. And, 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 and I think there's an opportunity but, now to turn around and say, my my head is fucked, I need some yeah. time off work. And I think we yeah. would all kind of, all right, there'll be 40% that will say, oh, fuck you, I pay you 30 grand a week. But there'll be people like most of us who've been in mm. a situation you know, I, I took a week off work last year because I was just in the gutter. And I tweeted the other night, you know, I've been through health, through work and whatever else. And I'm, I'm all right again now. But I've not been on the podcast for weeks before this. Well, well mm. ish and, until and... recently because of certain things with my head. And that's a voluntary thing. You know, Adam Reach is going out every single week in front of a stadium full of people. If he is not in the right place, and by no means are we suggesting tonight that that's the case, you know, we're just we're speculating because of the stuff he's mm. talked about and whatever else. But if that is the case, then the club needs to grow some balls and stand up yeah. and say, we are sticking by this man. Um, I remember when years ago when Graham Coughlin's brother was killed, he was murdered in Ireland and Graham Coughlin had to take annual leave um, to be off to be with his family because you don't get, as a footballer, you don't get compassionate leave. You don't get all these different things. It's at the discretion of the club. And I think, Mm. well, it was then. It might not be now. Um, Mm. But I think it's, as a club, if we want to stand up and we want to talk about these sort of things and we want to support people and, like, obviously it's, it's close to my heart because it affects me. It, I've lost my cousin a couple of months ago through this. And if we want to stand up and say it's okay to be a bloke in your 20s who's, you know, got everything on a plate, then we need to absolutely stand up and stand by him. And that's why the club uh, needs to be more open about it, I think, because yeah. his, his performances yeah. have, have probably warranted the stick that he's got. But... There's, there's, it, it, if there is other issues behind that, the fans yeah. don't know about it. So he's got to keep getting that abuse be, solely because of his performances. But if the club are more mm. open about it, then there will be more understanding. 100% will be more understanding and people won't get on his back as much. And, let, and let's hope there is somebody, but, you know, listening to, reading the articles about Kirkland and, and listening to how Hutch is about it, hopefully there is somebody at the club who's actually helping him. You know, and 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 sure you know, I'm sure they will. I'm sure will. Sure, absolutely. And and maybe somebody needs to, Gary Monk needs to probably say, look, look, lad, come here, arm round him. I think it's we need to look at a way of getting you, helping you through this. And playing football at the moment isn't the way to help you through this. It's not at all because, you know, there are people out there who will just turn on you, you know, and they'll see him in the street or something like that, and 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 yeah. all he'll get is abuse, and that isn't going to help the poor lad if that is you the situation. Think, if you think like like I said, you know, I've been quite open about stuff with like whatever's going on with my head, but if I went into work every day and somebody sat at the side of my desk and went, that was shit, that press release you just wrote, that tweet you just sent was absolutely awful. Oh, my God, how have you just sent that? I just feel like, why am I here? Why am yeah. I here? No matter what I'm being paid, why am I here? And don't There's get no me amount, wrong, no I earn money. a year no, what he earns in a week, but it makes no difference. If your head mm. is not in that place and you are being berated by yourself and by other people, the other people just compound what yourself is telling you all the time. And I think 
you know, we might be completely wrong. It might not be that at all. We might be completely in the wrong here. But I think it is a point for the club. I, I do think that we could make a big, big movement in football by standing up for him at this point. So if you've been affected by any of the issues that we've been discussing on this podcast, please ring Sheffield Wednesday Club Call on 0898 all the time. Um, it's been lining that one up for 10 minutes while we've been talking about it. I've, I have gone and done an entirely different podcast while uh, you've been chatting on about that, honestly. Um, you, you know what? I, James, really, really, really uh, powerful 10 minutes of content there. And uh, I, honestly, we can. We can be a leader in this. And it doesn't matter how much money uh, people earn. It doesn't inure you from... Um, mental health effects, etc. So uh, there are, if you're, this sounds like a public service announcement, but if you are concerned about mental health issues uh, and you worry about maybe people that you know, then uh, Google mental health awareness because it's one of the most powerful things that you will ever search for. Um, uh, Follow that path and uh, hopefully you'll be able to help uh, people around you uh, or even help yourself if you're suffering the same way that we have now completely completely uh, agreed that Adam Reach is suffering, even though we don't know him in any way, shape or form. Um, that is about it for the Wednesday week. Uh, we're not finished on a down note, because I thought that was quite inspiring, uh, that, that last uh, stanza there. Because um, <laughs> it, it, it is, because we're all looking out for each other. And sometimes, you know what, if you have someone who's slagging off Adam Reach on Saturday behind you, then why not turn around and ask him, are you suffering from some sort of mental health, stress, depression, anything like that? Um, because you see, you feel the need to lash out at a man who has uh, beautiful hair and a beautiful face, even though his performances aren't quite living up to what we expect from him. Um, yeah, let's all take care of each other a little bit. We're all one one Wednesday family, aren't we? Uh, that is it for the Wednesday week uh, tonight. Simon, if people want to get yes. hold of you and they're not too busy ringing Club Call uh, to talk about their mental health issues, how would they do that? <laughs> can I just, before we before I do that, can I just wish uh, Kevin Pressman a happy 52nd uh, birthday? Get in, Pressman. 52? Testimonial, please! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 52. And also as well, a big, big, big round of applause to Bands FC for the pulp shirt um, that they did, uh, the Sheffield Wednesday pulp shirt. £40,000 they've raised for Sheffield Children's Hospital. How cool is that? How much did we raise as a club for putting uh, Sheffield Children's Hospital on the back (laughs) of our shirts in 2009, Vic? Uh, just, Just going on mute. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, so, Sai, as we were saying, uh, if, sorry, if people mate, sorry, want to, sorry, sorry, want to yeah. talk to you, how would they get on yeah, it? I'm on uh, Twitterage. Uh, it's Simon Jixer 1000. Um, yeah, you can look at photographs of me trying to be James Bond in the Highlands last week. Um, and just Excellent generally, representation. you like that, like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, I thought Ethan was a very good M. Um, and uh, yeah, just just general shit, really, basically. <laughs> Fantastic, Cheers. Ben. I take it you're going to be at Hillsborough on Saturday. I'm. Do you know what? I'm not because I, I play oh. a lot of Saturdays. So I've been to. I think I've been now to twice as many, probably more than twice as many away games as home games. We how it's falling weird when I'm playing on Saturdays. So the, unless the game is called off, then unfortunately I won't be there. Well, well, I don't think the Wednesday game's so. getting called off, mate. Anyway, so uh, so if people want to want to tweet at you and call you a part timer and a plastic fan, and that you, you don't know anything, uh, how would they do that? Um, I'm on Twitter, Ben underscore Woody twenty three. Wonderful. And uh, Victoria, as if anyone who uh, wants to stalk you hasn't already managed to do so <laughs> and reveal themselves to be a complete freak, uh, how, how would people get hold of you online? Uh, you can find me through the podcast. That's at TWWcast on the Twitter. 
Very good. Put those Chinese walls up. Very important. Uh, if you want to complain about my host of the show or any other aspect of what's been going on, um, I am at Sausage Arms as always. We will be back next week. I don't know what the lineup is, but I guarantee you it's not going to be as sexy as these four. Um, in the meantime, let's hope for three points for Wednesday on Saturday, if that makes sense. Uh, and if not, then enjoy your time. Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.